Alright, welcome back to the Black Techies Podcast, where black culture meets the world of technology. Uh, I am your host, David, and I am once again joined by Tiffany and Dominique. Unfortunately, Herb couldn't make it. He's uh, in the middle of traffic. He, uh, he, he lives in D.C., and right, and right now the Redskins are about to play. And so, yeah, there's a lot of traffic going to the game. So uh, he may or may not join, but... In the meantime, we'll have to hold it down in his absence. But uh, yeah, uh, how, how you all doing out there? A long time no see since the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's especially been a minute for me because I don't think I was on the last one. So it's all good here in Detroit. No complaints. <laughs> yeah, it's a rainy day here in the Ville, but it's all good. How you doing? Uh, I'm just enjoying a four-day weekend. That's what I'm enjoying. My Thursday was my Friday, <laughs> so I took off. Uh, my wife and I took off on Friday, and we uh, just kind of hung out. So it's coming to a close. Unfortunately, I have to go back to work. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah. it's it's cool. Uh, yeah, y'all y'all pay my salary, so I guess I got to work, huh? Um, right. <laughs> right. Appreciate, appreciate that, right? <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, although I, I never did understand, like, like why do federal employees pay, pay federal taxes? It's like, am am I paying myself? Like, how do you, how does that work? <laughs> but, yeah, man, you paying yourself. You gotta pay yourself because if y'all, then they would have to just decrease y'all wages because you know every employee has to pay federal taxes. I guess. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of well. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of weird though, because like, uh, I know, I know some places where you don't have to, uh, state employees don't pay state taxes or something like that, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there, there are a lot of states. Well, not a lot of states, but there's a good number of states that don't pay state taxes. Tennessee don't pay state taxes. The employees are like there are no state taxes. <laughs> there are no state taxes here. Oh man, it must be nice. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Republicans. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So the last episode of you, uh, the, the people who are listening, the last episode we talked about the Apple event. So this time we're going to talk about Google's event, which is actually tomorrow as of this recording. And uh, so they are going to introduce a, a bunch of new hardware and a bunch of stuff. So uh, what what I thought uh, I'd do is. I'll I'll run down like each of the rumored rumored uh, things, and uh, I'll read from the Verge's article, and then we can kind of talk about it just to kind of get everyone's thoughts on it. So, uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and go 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 to the Pixel Three. So, uh, if if you follow tech at, like at all, uh, you've probably seen the Pixel Three and the Three XL just leaked constantly. Like, there's almost no aspect of the phone that we don't already know about uh, so uh <laughs> like we know that like, in fact in fact hong kong is already is already selling it like people have already bought this thing <laughs> in hong kong or something like Whoa. that and like so it's like already out and people have already done reviews. i mean there's whole unboxing videos right there. And reviews, not even just that. <laughs> People have done reviews of this phone. <laughs> I'm like, um, what are we gonna see tomorrow? So, in light of that, so this, I, th- I think it's this morning. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it was this morning. Uh, this morning, or no, this afternoon rather, uh, around noon. So on Google's uh, made by Google Twitter account, they put out this video that's like, so you think you know? Tune in tomorrow to see for yourself. So like, they had like this video. In this tweet where they have a bunch of YouTubers talking about how the pixel is already leaked and we already know everything about it. And so what I'm thinking they're saying, you know, they're, they're like, you know, you think you know what, <laughs> about the pixel three, but you really have no idea. So now that got me interested. I'm, I ain't gonna lie that that got me really interested in seeing like what I because I'm assuming that most of it is internal like or software based, you know, whatever, whatever pixel specific things magic they're adding whatever so are you all like interested in the uh in the pixel like in the pixel 3 i mean to the extent that you can be excited about an android phone um 
that, I mean, that's no shade because I'm not like Team Apple or nothing. I do have the 10s Max, but um, it's not. It's it's not. I don't think it's going to be that different as far as. I mean, we'll see what they're doing. They're not. They still only have a single camera. Uh, they're doing the notch and the chin, which I, you know, I haven't seen it up close to know how I'm going to feel about it. But also, more importantly, as far as brick and mortar stores, Verizon still has exclusivity, and so that will limit its penetration. Right when when everybody from AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint has to buy the phone at $800 and get it full price to to use it, that's going to limit its penetration. So when you, I can't tell you, I've I've seen maybe three pixels over the last year with people actually using them. You know what I mean? Well, I'm excited because I have a pixel and <laughs> my pixel is quickly going down the way that smartphones tend to do after a couple years. And so I think I'm going to stick with it. I thought I might go back to, you know, like get a S whatever we're on now or no, but I like the, I like the absence of all the like bloatware and oh, and yeah. I like the fact that I get updates um pretty much immediately and it's it's been a solid phone so uh I agree with Dominique that I don't think it's going to be like a lot of changes I don't think anything is going to be groundbreaking but I need a new phone so, <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> Don't that be it though? It's like, yeah, it's not that exciting, but my phone's starting to trip a little bit. So my exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, you know, it's funny. Like, that's one of the reasons. Like, if I ever did go back to Android, it would probably be a Pixel because, like, I used the Note Nine for like a weekend, and like, I really liked it. Like, it's that's that's a freak. That's an incredible phone. It's the, that's probably the only phone worth a thousand dollars. But and, and I say that as a as an iPhone 10 user that bought the iPhone 10 on uh, pre-order day, <laughs> so um, it's not to me it's not necessarily worth a thousand dollars. But the Note 9 is worth a thousand dollars. But uh, well, it, I think it could ju- probably justify it. But that said, like 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 Tiffany said that all the bloatware that comes with Samsung's phones, like, they, it's like you have a double app for everything. There's, like, two browsers. You got Samsung's browser and Chrome. You got two messaging apps. You got two payment apps, Samsung Pay and Google, uh, yeah, Google Pay. So it's like, I feel like And that goofy Bixby button. Right, and you got Bixby, like, (laughs) I mean, you know, some people, some people apparently like it, but, I mean, come on now, like, like it don't get me wrong there's some very there's a lot of utility in bixby but you can't have big like bixby should replace the google assistant or you i mean you, I, how, like you know who has two butlers you know what i'm saying right and and maybe that's why like so so my my work phone is a i think it's a s9 i think I i'm not sure s8 is not one of them but anyway i started i, I compare bixby a lot to the Google Assistant because, you know, that's what's on the Pixel. And I, I just, I think that the Google Assistant is just incorporated into the phone better. I like it better. And then Google knows my whole life anyway, so. <laughs> At this point, they know everybody's like. <laughs> yeah, but Bixby has a lot of deep, um, like, phone control. Like, so, for instance, I had a, I had a customer who had who was hard of seeing like he didn't see very well but he saw a little bit and so for the most part he needs his things in negative colors because it's better for him to read uh, bright words on a dark background but mm-hmm. when he's looking at pictures he can see some color so he'd like to see color but the problem is hello i don't know we lost them oh wait <laughs> <laughs> colors, negative. You know, it's hard for him to. He doesn't want to have to. You know, what I'm saying every time he wants to look at pictures, he doesn't want to have to do that. So uh, wait, you kind of cut just out say, there. Bixby, hey, turn on negative. <laughs> you kind of oh, cut out bad. there for wait, like, for like five seconds. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so where'd you hear? What did you hear? The last thing I heard was the problem is. So uh, so well. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So his cup. So the when when it's colors like. The, the problem is he can't find the menu 
Right. Um, and so, I mean, well, he can find, yeah, he can't really find the menu when it's colors, but when he's, when it's on negative colors, he, it's hard for, you know, nobody wants to go through four different menu choices to turn off negative colors so you can look at a couple pictures. And then once you're there, you can't get back to negative colors so you can start reading text again. Right. right. So, uh, you, I, I, I didn't even know that it would work, but I asked Bixby to turn on negative colors. Bixby goes through all of the settings to find negative colors and it does it for you. And when you say turn it off, it goes through all the settings and turns it off for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of that that kind of level of control. Now, granted, that's a very niche, you know, very like anecdotal ex example of how Bixby is dope. But there, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, single use cases where you could probably make the argument because, uh, OK, Google and uh, Siri don't really have that much phone control. Like Siri can kind of take you to the menu, but you still got to push the button. You know, Siri can't just turn Bluetooth on and connect to, you can't just tell Siri to, hey, cut Bluetooth on and cut it to my Harman, Harman Kardon. Like it won't do it. You have to, she'll take you to the menu and then you do everything else. But, you know, but we, we all know that Siri's trash. But I mean, okay, Google's a little bit better. Okay, Google's slightly better. And and okay, Google, or I, I don't know why I keep calling it okay, Google, but, uh, the Google <laughs> Assistant is um, the voice recognition, bar none. Like, nobody's better at reading, understanding what you're saying. Uh, even in weird, like, southern drawl dialects, it catches what you're saying for the most part. I very rarely have to repeat myself with Google Assistant. I agree. I think someone actually did an experiment on YouTube where they had like different people with different languages, different languages or different accents, see if they can fool the Google Assistant, and that, and they got it right most of the time. <laughs> I think like yeah, even it's if, good. Like even if you had like a really, like let's say like you're like an you're Indian and you had a really and your English was very uh, Indian accented, right? So but it would still understand you. So. <laughs> So, hey, I... yeah, it makes a big difference because in the uh, like when I'm driving cars to work, they never like I have to repeat myself all the time when I'm like testing out like voice recognition features and stuff like that. So it is comforting to have a phone that can decipher my southern accent. Hey, it's at least it's not a didn't, didn't Apple have that brief little um. Uh, controversy when the iPhone 10 first came out and like Face ID couldn't recognize dark skinned people or something like that. <laughs> I seem to remember something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think they would it do that intentionally. I think it just has something to do with the way the infrared like like works or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, moving on. Um, so, in in addition to the Pixel, apparently they're they're coming out with a wireless charging stand for that will make it look like uh like the what is it called the they just came out with a display by jbl i think um but basically like when you put it on the wireless on the stand it'll like show upcoming like calendar events or photos and stuff like that um i mean that's oh. nothing so uh, let's see what else they have uh the google home hub so it's like another smart screen so uh, let's see. I'll I'll read what the Verge has. So it said they said it's not clear if, we, if they're getting any more Google Home speakers, uh, but it does look like Google has one home product in the works: a smart display which would show information from the assistant, just like the ones from uh, Lenovo and JBL. Just who it was, JBL. Um, it says that the Home Hub could arrive as early as October 22nd, and it can handle voice commands to control all your smart homes. Blah blah blah. So basically, like based on the picture that they're showing, uh, it's like a, it's like a giant screen. Oh, I don't, really, I don't really know how big it is. I don't know the, I don't have any scale, but it looks, it almost looks like the, uh, the Google Home Max with the screen on it. <laughs> That's kind of, it's kind of like what it looks like. Like if you replace the the front of the Google Home Max with a screen. That's kind of how it looks like. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be that big. I don't know. But I mean, I actually thought about getting one of those uh, just to put in the kitchen because like my wife likes to ask Google for like uh, recipes and stuff like that. So if she could see the recipe and like, or maybe watch a little YouTube video that uh, that's on there, then that might help her or shoot my non cooking behind could do the same thing. So uh, I don't <laughs> know. Do you like do you all use like Google Home or Alexa or anything like that? I 
I don't yet. Like I'm I'm working on um, figuring out which I, whether it's either going to be Google or Alexa. That's the only I'm not paying Apple's prices for subpar, you know, voice assistance. But um, I don't have I'm renting right now, so I'm just not going to put a whole bunch of money into somebody else's house to like make it a smart home. But I priced out like a whole you know curtains and that kind of stuff and it, i mean it's really reasonable when you break it down like for a whole house smart locks and the doorbell and all that you can do it all for under a thousand yeah i mean i have a uh, a google home mini that i bought my wife um and like we use it like we so, yeah we, we use it a lot well we, we we mainly use it for timers and stuff like that but uh but we also use it for just random like queries or whatever like you know what time do the Redskins play tonight? I don't know something like that. So, um, but we also have a Nest a Nest thermostat and a and a Nest Secure alarm system. So like I, I I was in the same predicament you were, and I was like, all right, which ecosystem should should I invest in? Because at first I was just gonna do every oh Apple. I was just gonna use HomeKit. Then that way I can just use Siri on my phone. Not not that not the HomePod, but just use Siri on my phone. Because I mean as far as like smart home stuff i mean siri isn't that bad as far as that siri's just not as good as google when it comes to like ask to google like search queries she's not really that good as far as that but for home for smart home stuff um they're pretty good and i will give a shout out to the tech couple on youtube so if you go to the tech couple's uh youtube page they actually did a video about uh home kit and controlling all your smart home so a little plug for them um but uh, I mean, like, so for me, it was like, all right, am I gonna, you know, which ecosystem I am I going to am I going to uh, invest in? And so I figured, since Google's AI is generally better than everyone else's AI, <laughs> I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with Google and just try to build around that, which is why I got Nest. So, but I don't know. I mean, it could change later on, but for right now, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with Google. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm not committed to the yet, guys. So I'm still <laughs> creeped out by it. So I haven't, I haven't converted. <laughs> they know they have all your data anyway. You just I said know, it. I know that they know all my. I just, I just right now I'm comfortable with my phone listening to everything that I'm saying. <laughs> so what's the difference between that and the speaker? It's too many at one time, David. <laughs> 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 I like either way Google's listening and so like you might as well just get you a, a, a Google Home Mini or something and just uh, you know become... I have I have already come to, to reckon with the fact that we have given up privacy for convenience yeah. you know the, the as soon the, when I start murdering people that's when I'll get <laughs> private when I when I just like when it's time for me to get get into Dexter Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, when he's camping, but now the expletives at Trump. <laughs> uh, see, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a federal employee, so the government already knows everything about me. So, <laughs> and now Google knows everything <laughs> about me. So it's like, well, I don't have anything to hide. So, but uh, but honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'd use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do, I do see the appeal of smart home technology because like now i have like a vivid um like security system and i can control my garage door and all that kind of stuff and so i've been thinking about like hooking up my thermostat and all that to it too like i i see the appeal but i just don't know like i'm not deep enough into it to be like okay i want to go on and make it happen you know what I'm saying? And if I just did the little mini, I don't know if I'd ever use it for anything for real. Maybe I'd get it to play music, but that's about it. I mean, I mean that's, that's probably the main thing that a lot of people still are kind of hung up on. Like, what you know, what do I use it for? And, like, what, like what, what would make sense as far as a smart home? I mean, the main things I can see is like the thermostat and maybe the lights. Because if you, if you, if you like hook up your whole, your whole home, then you can just tell your Google or whoever to just turn on the lights, 
and or or I know at least with right. Google, I know you can set up uh what is, what is it called routines where you can you can be like good night Google, and then it'll like turn off turn off all the lights and set your alarm and do whatever and set your temperature to whatever you like. So it'll do all of that at once, and you don't have to go around turn, turning off every single light and setting the thermostat manually yeah. and doing all that. So I can see now you can say that's just laziness, but. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it, which admittedly it probably is, but uh, that's why we make computers, right? To make make ourselves lazy. Exactly. <laughs> we're taking advantage of the technology is what we're supposed to do. <laughs> right. But uh, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't have all the light bulbs and stuff like that because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, like, like I'm also renting, so I'm not trying to just totally you know, take out the entire place because we don't own the home. I only did it in places where I know I could take it off easily, like the thermostat. Like, that's easy uh-huh. to take off. So, and like the Google Home, I just take yeah. it with me. So, you know, it's not, it's not that, I'm not, you know, replacing <laughs> plugs and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's see. The next thing is uh, the Pixel Slate tablet. So, I think this is supposed to be the, oh, wait, never mind. So, there apparently there's still such a thing as Android tablets. Uh, I think Samsung just came out with the S4, their tab, their Tab S4. Uh, I actually own the Tab S3 <laughs> in my home. I kind of regret it now, but uh, and the reason I say that is because one, Android tablets they didn't they never really took off. Like you don't really see people with Android tablets. You see people with iPads, <laughs> and so. Uh, I think so. Google apparently is trying to do this again with Chrome OS instead of Android. So they have this. Uh, apparently, they have this tablet where it has a keyboard attachment. So you can hook it up. It's a it's a tablet, and you uh, hook a, hook it to the keyboard, and it basically comes like a, a full laptop or like a full Chromebook. Uh, actually, it is a Chromebook when you do that. Uh, so basically, it's like an iPad Pro with a keyboard or a Surface Pro. Um, it's supposed to have multiple configurations with up to 16 gigs of RAM and an Intel i7, although why would you do that on a Chromebook? Uh, <laughs> although it's, apparently it can scale down to like more affordable options. So um, it had, it'll have, to have a fingerprint sensor, Bluetooth keyboard, uh, a 3000 by 2000 resolution. So, I mean, I... I don't know. It's a, basically a, a detachable Chromebook. <laughs> uh, have you all used the Chromebook no, I, before? I, I, haven't, I haven't used the Chromebook, but I'm somewhat intrigued by this this slate simply because um, I've used the Microsoft kind of version of a Chromebook. With, I had like an HP stream. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, little, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just like a really convenient little... You know what I mean? Like it got the job done for if I'm traveling or, you know, I do, um, I work as a realtor too. So sometimes if I was on the go and I wanted to just look up something really quickly, uh, it was really light. And so I could take it with me. Um, but then I ended up getting the, the surface book. I think that's what Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You said you 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 didn't like it or you did like it? Which one? The The stream? The, the surface. Oh, the Surface? Oh, I love it. So, that's what... Surface is dope, but it's overpriced. Hmm? I said the Surface is dope, but it's a little overpriced to me. It is overpriced. (laughs) I do agree that it's overpriced, but I love it. Like, that's what I'm on now, and I love this thing. So, just a cheaper, you know, version of that, where, like, I I really do like the, the flexibility of having, like, a for real keyboard... And then I can detach the screen and have like a tablet whenever I want. Um, I mean, like I, I'm I'm interested in it number one because it'll be cheap and I wouldn't be scared to break it as 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 much as I am this um this Surface book and also because like I said Google knows my life and if I'm able to just you know what I'm saying have like a little tablet with me that I can break open and it has like all my info on it already. Like that's pretty dope. So I'm kind of I'm somewhat interested. I don't know if I'm gonna get one, but I could talk myself into it if I try hard enough. 
I mean, <laughs> I've used so actually I used to use the Chromebook um, as like my main computer before, and it's honestly mm-hmm. it's 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 probably the best option for most people. Honestly, like for people who just who just stay in the browser all day and and like watch Netflix or YouTube or just get on Facebook, whatever. Like if that's all you need is a browser, like you a Chromebook makes the most sense, honestly. Uh, I mean, I I I subscribe to uh, off to Office three sixty five, so I can just go to Office online, and if I need to use Word, I can just do it on, do it in the browser. Um, I yep. I don't normally use uh, Google stuff, so uh, at least as far as like word processing and all that. So I mean, and, and that's what I used to do. I used to use uh, Word online, PowerPoint, all that stuff, and it, I mean for the most part it works pretty well. And then since it's saved in the cloud. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, if your computer shuts down suddenly, you still have all your stuff because it's saved in the cloud. So, uh, I mean, it's honestly, I'm kind of intrigued <laughs> myself, Ashley, because I've been wondering whether or not I should just get a Chromebook and then have like a more powerful desktop or something like that for gaming or doing like video editing and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I still, I'm still. I, if I needed, if I needed like portable computing, which I don't, um, it's just not something I've, I've ever really come across the need to have. It would be useful, like in, in an airport or something. Uh, if it was like a connected device and have like a service plan on it, but. Um, I have a, a, um, a iPad Pro and can't like just for like because it's so limited for mostly game, uh, you know, really just gaming. I was going to try to be deep, but really it's just gaming, uh, and it's not good for that. So it doesn't work for me. But I do, do body. It's just not for me. Yeah. So I mean, I think. Uh, are you? Hold on. Before you, are you on your way home or? Oh me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You <laughs> you're cutting you're cutting cutting in and out. So I'm, I I assume this like getting you know your uh getting closer to a tower or something like that or leaving a tower or something like that. Yeah. Um, I also have Sprint, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> hey, I'll let you do. I'll let you uh, make that assessment since you work for them. <laughs> I'm not, but, uh, my last day is Friday, man. I I can. Oh, you free. are. Oh, yeah. oh man! You, so you uh, <laughs> we'll make this an an interlude. Are you uh, where you where you going to? Ironically, I can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm going to Dell. Are you going to Dell? You said yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, so it was just funny, like while you were talking, like you had cut out, and so I was like, ir- ir- ironically, I can't hear you. But uh, <laughs> so uh, so does that mean that you're gonna switch carriers? Uh, no, I'm probably not going to. Honestly, um, that like crappy service aside, uh, I can't really justify spending what everybody else is charging, and it's not that much worse. Like I'm mostly on Wi-Fi everywhere, and you know, mostly on the drive home. Like while I'm driving, I'm streaming like Hulu the whole way. Like I have a one-hour commute every day, oh, wow. and so like I'm catching up on shows while I'm driving. Like so for the most part, it works for me. It doesn't. You know, there's times when you hit dead zones, and you know, uh, you saw that map. Oh yeah, yeah. You saw yeah. Like now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you might have to come out of the pocket. He's eventually gonna buy it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Uh... No, like I said, for the most part, I'm on I'm on Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. <laughs> no, I got you. I had stuff before. Yeah, we had. I had. Uh, I had Sprint for a while. I was on that that old school that zero plan. If you remember. That Sprint uh, employee yeah. employee referral employee offer, referral? yes, yeah. man, that was the best thing ever. Oh my god, that that's li- the best plan I've ever had. <laughs> but I had to leave because because <laughs> the uh, you know that that reception wasn't as great as I would have hoped. So, <laughs> but uh, all right, get, get, getting back on topic. Uh huh. I may or may not edit that out. 
<laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. I might keep it in. Leave uh, it in. Leave it in. Uh, all right. So the next one is the actual Pixel Book Two. So like they, they. Uh, I remember when they came out with the first Pixel Book, and like I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen because it's a Chromebook <laughs> and it had like an i7 in it and 16 gigs of RAM and it was like $1,200. I'm like, who's gonna buy a $1,200? Chromebook when you got like three hundred Chromebooks, three hundred dollar Chromebooks doing the same thing at the same speed, or you know, uh, you know, I can. It's not that much difference between using a three hundred dollar Chromebook and a twelve hundred dollar Chromebook. So I don't know how they're gonna. Uh, well, I think they looked at this. that that Chromebook as like a an attempt at a pro. You know what I mean? Uh, because sixteen gigs of RAM is a horse. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a that's pretty pretty stinky specs wise. So the, I think it's their attempt to market to the higher tier crowd because you don't want to leave that money on the table either. The whole the the name of the game is market share, and you know they want to make sure that they have something for that level of of uh, of PC users. Uh, yeah, I mean. True, but what you gonna be doing on a on a Chromebook with sixteen gigs of RAM? Like, what program <laughs> runs on a Chromebook that well, needs sixteen gigs of RAM? <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as a program that needs sixteen gigs of RAM, or you know that you would need that that much that you know big of a buffer or whatever. Well, you know they're doing that thing. Uh, I think it's AMP, Google AMP, uh, where they're like, it's a lot of things that are gonna be able to be done with a web browser uh, in the near future that I think the Chromebook will excel in that particular Chromebook, you know what I mean? Cause it's going to be doing a lot of, um, emulation. It seems like, and you need, you need resources for those kinds of things. And you, nobody needs 16 gigs of RAM. That's ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 if I were to build a computer right now, I wouldn't put 16 gigs of RAM in it. I would just cause that's me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I like to play games on my, on my computer. So, that's that's another thing. Me but. too. But what game? What game do you need sixteen gigs of RAM? For? But see, you don't play that. You don't play like the AAA games like I do though. <laughs> like I play like well, the new. I, I play, play like the newer PC. games. Yeah, I don't play them on PC like that. But I feel like if you have a quality graphics card, you can get by just fine on eight gigs of RAM. No, you can't. I, I, maybe not. I mean, you can you can get by. It's just that your games run a little bit smoother because. Uh, especially, especially if you have like other things running in the background, like Chrome <laughs> running yeah. in the background. Uh, so at, at another side note, so I was curious, I, uh, I was just seeing how much Ram Chrome is using versus how much Ram Edge uh, would use. So I opened up both browsers and I went to this, I went to like five websites on both of them and, uh, and I had the, the, the ex exact same extensions installed in both of them. And so I opened up the, uh, the task manager and lo and behold, Edge was using way more RAM than Chrome was, and I was shocked. I was like, "Wait, how is Edge using <laughs> like two gigs of RAM, and like uh, uh, Chrome using like a, a, a gig or something like that?" And I'm like, "I don't need." I, I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm not using Edge anytime soon." But uh, no, it's not. I mean, but Chrome is optimized for that kind of stuff. Well, that, well, that's the thing, though. I, I, I've done this before, and it was, it was the opposite. Like Edge was using a lot less, so I don't know if, if the new, uh, the new updates from for Chrome like minimized the the RAM footprint or something, or I don't know. So I, I don't, I don't know. know either. Yeah, that's... but you know, that, I mean, between the two companies, Google's got more more invested in uh, Chrome than Microsoft does in Edge. Yeah, I mean, I think Microsoft is aware that most people still use Chrome. Although Edge is still a is still a really good browser. I've used it on uh, on my iPhone too, and it's actually pretty good. Um, it's actually not bad at all. Uh, and you you uh, if you use it on your on your Windows computer and your phone, you can sync you can sync data between it. So you can like start a you can do just like Chrome. You can start uh you can have all your tabs on the desktop and then go to your phone and still read those same tabs. So it's, it's pretty, it's actually pretty cool. Um, uh, let's see. The next thing, all right, I mean, any, anything else on the, on the Pixel book? You all think, you know, I'm pretty sure you all aren't going to splurge on a $1,200 <laughs> Pixel book. Uh, 
No, no, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see. The next one. Uh, the oh yeah, that's right. The Pixel Bud. So we all know Apple has the AirPods, and Google came out with their own version called the the Pixel Buds last year with the uh, Pixel Two. So basically, yeah, they're basically earbuds. Google's version of earbuds, and it has the Google Assistant built in and all that. Uh, and one of the headline features last year was like, like, uh, real time translation. So like you could go to someone and speak another language and you would hear it in your language. And like, if, if they were wearing the same thing, you could speak in their language or you could speak in, in your, your native language and they would hear it in their native language. So I don't know. I don't think it worked as well as they thought it was going to work, but I like the concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's getting us. That's getting us close to uh, Star Trek territory. Right, right. <laughs> now, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm all for something like that because then, uh, you know, it would make traveling a whole lot easier. Although, maybe it would maybe it would make the skill of learning different languages kind of a moot point. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm 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 kind of partial to being multicultural and stuff like that. So, uh, and, you know, I like learning different languages, but or I like. The concept of learning different languages. I only know German, <laughs> so uh, and even then, I, I haven't taken German since two thousand one. So, <laughs> uh, but I yeah, mean, I was gonna say like you still know German. No, <laughs> what school did you take German in? <laughs> no, I I used to be able to have a decent conversation with a kindergartner <laughs> back in two thousand one, but <laughs> nowadays <laughs> uh, I could I could probably I can get around. I mean, I, I actually went to Germany for work a few years ago and I was able to, you know, I could get around and I was able to, you know, buy, I bought a teddy bear for my daughter and I did the whole transaction in German. I was so proud of myself, but, uh, <laughs> for, for, for the little German that I, I remember, but, uh, I don't know. Cause like you, you'll go to other countries, right. And like, they'll know three languages. Like, like for example, we were talking, yeah. we were talking to, to these, uh, Ethiopian women and they were telling me that, over there, they'll learn like their native dialect, like the native language to like their tribe or whatever. Then they'll learn Swahili. Then they'll learn English. So it's like they know they coming out the gate, like in like elementary school, they already know three languages. Meanwhile, over here in the United States, we just know English and we get mad at people for not quote unquote speaking American. So <laughs> I hate when people do that. Well, That's like know, the most annoying thing. We know based on 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 like just living life, right? You know, our experiences in the South specifically, uh, not to relegate any group of ignorance to just one region, but it is deep down here. <laughs> and so uh, we know that these there's there's no... A, there used to be in this country like a, a, a yearning for knowledge and, a, and, and a, like a desire. Like it used to be a, a, something that the country placed emphasis on, but it is no longer... Uh, thing that we place emphasis on and you can tell that by the defunding of our schools and after school programs and uh, barely like this no child left behind thing is atrocious like we we're we are raising some of the dumbest they're smart right they're like they're creative and they're in ingenuity you know what i mean they're they're like ingenious but they are dumb there, there's no desire to learn about other countries. I promise you, you could ask any group of ten random people, and no more than two of them could name you who name. You could ask them who's the president of, of Canada, and they would they would try to guess. They would just name somebody, and they wouldn't even know that the Canada doesn't have a president. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like you could ask them any crazy question of any other country, and they look at you like, why do I, why do you think I would know that? Why would you think like you know what I mean? Like it's just not something that's placed. Uh, their value is placed on in this country is multiculturalism is not there's no value. we're a very xenophobic country and by we I mean white people um, and <laughs> we, you know what I mean like we're just not we're not in a place where those kind of things matter so those kind of apps will play very well here because you mean you mean to tell me I can sell something to Mexicans and I ain't got to talk Mexican oh yeah sign me up for that buddy <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I wish that there was more of a, uh, more like, you know, like you said, I wish there was more of a, an attempt to get more languages and diverse. Yeah. Diversity as far as culture and, 
in school so people can see you know you know it's not just america it's not it's not american america featuring the world you know <laughs> so yeah you never you never really see like people even like like the your redneckiest of rednecks if they get to traveling if they get to traveling you'll see like all these little silly walls start breaking down oh man there's good people out in ethiopia man we went to ethiopia the beautiful country man beautiful people beautiful language like they're talking in the same language that the trump voters have but now all of a sudden they're like talking like like mind open just like you know malcolm x when he traveled he, he opened his mind and like no more white devil these are my brothers everybody's my brother like it's just crazy how and like you can look at like cities like la and new york and how they're so tolerant is because they grew up they went to school it wasn't a school with 79 percent of nothing you know what i mean it's a school of 10% of this, 13% of that, 17% of this, 6% of that. You got a little bit of everybody. You got you, you smelled all kind of stuff in the lunchroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> it matters. No, it does. It does. And and uh, as the black techies, we, we would be remiss not not to uh, not to encourage people to to talk to people, get to know people who don't look like you. You know, travel, travel the world, go to different countries and learn different. You don't I mean, you don't necessarily have to learn languages, you know, be fluent in them. But uh, I, I know Germans uh, when I when I spoke German, they seem to be more appreciative of the fact that I at least attempted to try to speak in their language instead of trying to default to English. So, yeah. But uh, which we do, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Well, you you you, uh, you appreciate the attempt. Like if somebody walks up to you and they, they you can tell they don't speak very good English, but they know, hey, I'm in your country. Like, I need you to do something for me. So I'm going to try my best. They'll say, I'm sorry, my English is not good. But I mean, and then they'll say a, a perfect English sentence. You'd be like, huh, your English is not good, huh? <laughs> well, I like for you to talk to I like for you to talk to Jim Bob over here because his English isn't good. And this is the only language he speaks. Oh gosh! All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why we have young young T'Challa on here. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, so these pixel buds, they uh, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we got on this subject. But uh. <laughs> So I mean, basically, I mean, basically, it's just a, the second generation of the the Pixel Buds, and uh, I I wonder how I wonder how integrated they'll make it with Android. Like, are they going to make it as easy to pair uh, with Android as it, as AirPods are to to iPhones and stuff? And um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. From what I heard, I mean, I heard that the la- that last year's Pixel Buds were actually pretty decent, like sound wise. Like they sounded pretty decent for for earbuds. So, uh, I wonder if they're going to be either redesigned or something. I don't know, but we'll just have to find out. Uh, How did, did you, did you have a pixel? No. Oh, uh, me? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to get one every day. Like, honestly, I was, <laughs> so, so we're trying to find ways like to save money on our bills. And I was like, all right, I already pay like fifty-seven dollars a month for this uh, iPhone ten. So what if I downgraded to the Pixel two, and then that way I would save a little, you know, save some money, and I would still have a, a decent phone that still gets updates. Um, so I don't know, or I could just get an iPhone eight plus and call it a day. But uh, <laughs> it just depends on what kind of ecosystem I want to live in. I'm like, part of me. Part of me kind of wants to go back to Android just because it's something different, and like I, I would have that freedom of just being able to have any default app I want, <laughs> and uh, and like like so even 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 real techie things that I like to do. Like I, I'm a network guy, right? So on 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 iOS, there's no app that allows me to see the uh, the different Wi-Fi channels that everyone else is using. But you can do that on Android. <laughs> so, uh, like, for example, if I'm trying to optimize, like, if I'm trying to make sure that my Wi-Fi is on a different channel than everyone else's, it would be useful to see what, you know, what Wi-Fi channel my neighbors are on and then get a, get on a, get on one that's not overlapping. Uh, so, 
but you can't do that on iOS. It, it doesn't allow you to enable your your wireless uh, card to be put in promiscuous mode to do that. So, yeah, I mean, that would be the main reason why I switch over, but then iMessage calls me back. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it, I mean, yeah, if I, I mean, yeah, if, if I, if I went to any Android phone, it'll, it'll, it'll be the Pixel. Just because the updates and what all that, you know, all the stuff Tiffany was talking about. Um, I think the only other major things are uh, new Chromecast. I think that's coming out. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, uh, so did you all hear that Best Buy accidentally sold somebody the new Chromecast? I just no, saw I didn't it. Hear that. So <laughs> I don't even know how they even realized that that wasn't the one that they were supposed to be selling. But yes, right now some lucky customer <laughs> has a brand new, <laughs> a brand new Chromecast before literally everyone in the entire world. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know um, the um, like I, Apple, like you can, they can tell that it gets activated because. I know when we first got the the 10s's in, we got them in on that Thursday, and they were like, "Hey, I don't care what you got to do to not do it, but do not turn this phone on because Apple's like finding people. Like you can't turn the phone on until Friday morning. I dare you to try." Oh wow, it's crazy. They're very serious about it. That is crazy. So I wonder what would happen. So so the the person who bought the Chromecast, like when they tried to set it up, when it you know when they tried to talk back to Google, I wonder what kind of message they got. You know, was it like you know this Chromecast is not supported yet or something? Or oh no, nah, it probably worked. It probably worked, but the manager at that Best Buy probably got a call nah. immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Um, from what The Verge is saying, uh, the new Chromecast. Won't won't really have that many new features. Uh, it won't. It's not so. This is like the regular Chromecast. It's not the Chromecast Ultra, which is the 4K version. Uh, but apparently, there it'll be improved Wi-Fi and add Bluetooth. But and maybe a, a design update. But that's <laughs> that's about it. So uh, so if you already have a Chromecast, you you're, you're probably good. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. they, they, they've already said that they're not coming out with the Pixel smartwatch. So uh, people were kind of hoping that they came out with the, you know, the Pixel version of the Apple watch. Um, but I think they already said that they're not doing that, at least not this year. So uh, I was kind of hoping for that actually, cause I kind of wanted to see, um, you know, if they were going to come out with one. Now they did come out with an update to their, to the, uh, it's called Wear OS. Uh, instead of Android Wear, now it's Wear OS. So they actually did come out with an update. I think last week or something like that, uh, or two weeks ago. Uh, that kind of that it kind of it overhauled the the look and feel of it, and uh, it seems it seems to be a lot easier to use. So if you're interested in buying an uh, an Android smartwatch, uh, actually I wouldn't do that right now. Like if you if you're interested in buying one, I wouldn't buy it right now, <laughs> only because Qualcomm. Well, the Gear S4 is. Is well, yeah, not you got, a bad watch. Oh well, yeah, that's right. Samsung has theirs, but it doesn't wear. It doesn't run Wear OS, so you have to depend on whatever no, apps it runs are. Tizen. Yeah, yeah, you have to whatever apps are work with Tizen, whatever in Samsung's App Store, Tizen Store. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, you know, Samsung is trying to make their own little ecosystem. <laughs> so. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went all in on Tizen one day. Like if Android somehow, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see them leaving Android anytime soon. But I could. I can imagine a scenario where the new Galaxy is a Tizen smart smartphone instead of Android. But I can't. I cannot imagine that just because uh, they got so much invested in Android and also like. God, I can't even imagine how bloaty that software would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that, well, see, that's the thing though. It's bloaty because they're trying to build their own ecosystem. Like they, they have like their own yeah, apps true. for they have their own apps for everything. So yeah. if they made a smartphone, no, I think they already have Tizen smartphones actually. Like the the lower cost, like the budget phones or something like that. But well, their budget phones in America are all Android phones. Oh, well. but maybe they got Tizen phones. They might have Tizen phones in 
in Korea. Right, or like India or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But if you're if you're interested in a in a Wear OS, an Android smartwatch, I would hold off on that unless you're a, a Samsung fan. But only because Qualcomm is supposed to be uh, coming out with their new uh, uh, chip for smartwatches. Because the one that's in there now, I think it's the Qualcomm, the Snapdragon twenty one hundred. I think that's what it's called. It's it's pretty old and slow, <laughs> so I will wait. Uh, for for new for new watches to come out, if you're in, if you're interested in that, uh, other than that, you know the Apple Watch is really kind of the best smartwatch out there, <laughs> and, and I'm not just saying that because I have an iPhone. Just I, like I don't, I literally don't see any other smartwatches out there. I only see Apple. Watch. I think I saw like one, one or two Pebbles. I think I'm and and a, and, a, and a Garmin watch. I saw a Garmin. I did see a Garmin the other day, but like outside of that. <laughs> uh, I only see Apple Watches out there in a while, so I, <laughs> I'm hoping that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I hoping see, they can. I see some Gear S fours, um, but as far as if you're just comparing Apple to Apple to Android, because like you said, the Samsung watch is not an Android. If you're just comparing Apple to Android, it's not even close. It's probably like two percent, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Well, may, I mean, maybe I don't know. It's a lot of luxury or like boutique or luxury uh companies like coming out with smart watches like super expensive ones <laughs> uh yeah like the michael Kors and the Hermes. but see like they also make bands for apple watches too right right <laughs> but you're right i mean i don't know but even if you look at that look at the total number of watches sold versus how many you think how many people you think are spending fifteen hundred dollars on a on a Michael Kors smartwatch, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. For fifteen hundred dollars, I actually, I think I would absolutely rather get a real watch, <laughs> like what, a mechanical watch, uh, one yeah. that one that literally like what that doesn't require batteries. It it winds itself. So, <laughs> uh, but I think that's as far as the Google information. I mean, that's. That's basically it. So, like I said, as we're recording this, the the event is tomorrow on on uh, October 9th. So, so by the time you hear this, you probably would have already seen the event. So, uh, let us know on our uh, our Facebook page uh, if you you know what you thought about it. Uh, also, let me make this announcement. Uh, a few weeks ago, we we finally launched our official uh, Facebook group, not just page. We have a Facebook group called the Black Techies collective and basically it's just a, a group where you know if you if you like tech if you like gadgets if you like gaming if you like any of that stuff and you just want to talk to you know you don't have anybody else in your circle of friends to talk about you can you can join our group we like to have fun we like to talk about stuff and yeah uh it's been growing pretty pretty fast actually i think the last time i checked it, it was about we were, we were about 88 folks strong uh it might have actually grown since then, in fact, let me go ahead and click on it now and see how many people Herb actually like. Yeah. Herb actually like brought. Uh, it, all right, it's still it's still at eighty eight at the moment. So, uh, yeah, Herb kind of brought like his whole uh, timeline into the uh, <laughs> into the group. Uh, I'm not really complaining, honestly. That they they everyone's been contributing pretty 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 well. So, um, but yeah. Uh, search for the Black Techies Collective and you will find us. Uh, feel free to join and we'll have some fun. Uh, let's see, outside of that, that I don't really beautiful. have any other any other announcements or anything, at least not yet. Do you all have any uh, last any uh, parting words? No, I, I don't. I know Dominique has his trademark sign-off that I always look forward to, though. <laughs> yeah, you know. If, if all hearts and minds are clear, uh, <laughs> I just want to say that uh, everybody needs to go uh, plug in another uh, podcast website, but it's very important. Uh, VoteSaveAmerica.com. That's V-O-T-E-S-A-V-E America.com. Uh, whether you're, well, honestly, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to act like I'm not a uh, partisan. I am. So if you are somebody who thinks that the things that are going on in this world 
are not what you think should be going on in this world. And you also need to be the kind of person that goes and puts your vote where it counts, right? If you don't vote, you really don't get to complain. And I'm telling you this as a person who's been complaining and not been voting, but that is changing as of the election of uh, uh, Trumpito, Cheeto Caesar. Um, we <laughs> have to we have to make our voices heard. We have to let them know that there's consequences to running the country like uh, like a like an old school mafia, right? We have to let them know, and the way we let them know is with our vote. No matter what state you live in, even if you don't, even if you like, this is not a presidential election. So most of these elections are going to be won by several thousand votes or less. And so be one of those thousand. Be one of those thousand. To, to vote the right way and by the right way I mean the way that where we show the people who just put uh, an obvious sexual assaulter on the Supreme Court for a lifetime appointment like we need to go we need to make sure because I know in Tennessee the last day for you to register to vote is the 9th of October and a lot of places the, the day is going to be very close to that and so as you're hearing this as you like everybody tell somebody else if you're registered to vote already, if you need a ride, there's places that'll give you a ride to the polls. Just get out there and vote. Because just know that no matter how bad it is, every day you wake up, we're closer and closer to that dude not being y'all president. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to kind of piggyback on that, I mean, yeah, if you next next uh, next month is election uh, election day, so yeah, if you that's right. If you want to see some kind of change, especially in the especially in this election, like this isn't just uh, um, like national elections. I mean, uh, this is where you can actually vote on uh, like some of the the down ballot kind of votes, like uh, like city council, all that kind of stuff. I've seen some people running for city council and all that kind of stuff. So like like those are the kind of positions that affect you like it's not it's not necessarily the national stuff uh like you know voting for the president and congress is important of course but like voting in the the local elections the state elections those are the ones that literally affect you more than the national stuff so i would encourage you your district attorney right your district attorney has so much sway in what happens and what your communities look like and how many uh families get to have a father growing up uh so yeah, all of that stuff's important. Mayors, sheriffs, treasurers, uh, district attorneys, all that stuff, man. It all matters. And I ain't saying just go in there and blindly vote down ballot one way or the other. If you need to look it up to feel safe, to feel good about your vote, look it up. And if the person doesn't absolutely does not align with your ideals, uh, I still think that for the most part, you should just vote the party because we're in a bipartisan world, and it doesn't make sense to go and vote. For Jill Stein, it just that's a throwaway vote. You could have just stayed at home. I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but it's silly to act like a vote for one of the not one of the top two candidates is like it matters. It doesn't, right? You threw away your vote. And that's why Trump is president. But anyway, like you were saying, Dave. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a topic for another podcast right there. But uh <laughs> but uh in fact I think I know I know I know a few people I know a few people who would uh, vehemently disagree with you on that, uh, but um, uh, but regardless, Those people I mean, don't know math. <laughs> but regardless, though, like I mean, actually, you, you did bring up a good point, though. Like, like look up the people who are running, like in your district or in your in your uh, in, yeah, in your district, and like look at what look at their websites, look at what their what their platform is. Don't just simply just vote down ballot on the, on the same party at least see what other people are saying you might be surprised like look up that you know look up that i know i know you know dominate was like you know third parties but seriously look at that libertarian guy like you might actually agree with this, at least most of what he's saying or look up you in you know i don't know if you're a republican look at that well, Democrat. For, for, i don't yeah, know for anything other than a presidential for anything other than a presidential candidate you're right any all your votes matter for those I'm just saying, like, for presidential, like, we're not going to ever have, there will never be a green tea, or I'm a green tea, a green party <laughs> candidate uh, at, sitting in the White House. It will either be a Republican or a Democrat. And maybe that'll change in 20 years, but you're not being realistic with yourself if you thought that 2016 was the time that it was going to, right? So, you know, you got to vote. That, honestly, I, understand, I understand, like, uh, well, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, that's why the the, the smaller uh 
elections matter because the more people that get elected like third parties and stuff the more people that get elected there it'll hopefully filter up to the presidency where it's like all right you know there are enough you know green party or libertarians or whoever there is enough there are enough of those people in like congress or you know the state offices where you can't you kind of you know you can't ignore them now (laughs) so uh i'm i'm hoping that because i personally I, I hate the whole duopoly system. Like, I, you know, I, I would, if I could snap my fingers, you know, for a presidential debate, I would have at least four people up there, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, and Independent. That's what I would have, like, regardless of what the polls say. But that's me. <laughs> but uh, because I feel like if you have a real, like, you know, we're a country where, you know, free market capitalism is, you know, is what rules the day. And basically, in a perfect world, if you have choice, then that forces everyone to compete against each other and make everything better. So, in a per, you know, theoretically, if we have more people on stage that could, you know, talk about their platform and talk about why they're the best candidate, you wouldn't have this whole duopoly all the time. But that's my soapbox for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like, get out there, register to vote. is really easy. It takes like five seconds to uh, register to vote. And just make your voice heard, because that's probably the best thing you could do, other than you know protesting and do you know doing all the, doing all of that stuff. But you still have to vote for people. You still have to run for office to absolutely make a difference. So, do that, and hopefully, it'll make changes in 2020. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, but uh, all right, November six. I know what won't make any changes, and that's sitting your lazy behinds at home. And and not doing nothing. That will absolutely not affect change in any way, shape, or form. So <laughs> let's let's get out. And again, this is me. This is pot calling kettle. I haven't voted since Barack Obama was not an option on the on the ballot. I never voted in midterm. I never really saw that. I, I was one of them dudes. I was one of them hotel dudes on the. Uh, your vote doesn't matter in the black. Nah, listen. When you look at the numbers, <laughs> just the raw numbers. These elections are decided by like a crazy low amount of votes. So just let's go be one of those votes. Let's let our voice be heard, and let's make sure that uh, the the we we because these dudes need to pay for what they just did, man. It's crazy what they just did. They stole the the Gorsuch seat, and then they just elected a rapist. So like, I mean, not elected, but well, yeah, they actually did elect a rapist. Hashtag Cheeto Caesar touches girls. But also, <laughs> um, they also they also put a dude on like like the the idea that because we can't prove it and he like well, nobody's trying, saying he should go to jail even though he should that's not what anybody was saying you shouldn't get the most prestigious job in the united states next to president if you have these kind of allegations especially when everybody's saying that dr ford was believable if everybody says she's believable if you believe her then you can't make this do it's not like he was gonna get disbarred or get removed he's still a federal judge he's still a federal circuit court judge so whatever i could talk about this forever like you said that's a conversation for another podcast man i think you know you know perhaps we should like spin off a different like a political podcast like (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah uh i think that might that may maybe that should be in the works like uh the i don't 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 even know what it would be called well, no, we'll see. We'll see. Here's the thing, though. Know, like, if we spin it off and, like, you know, one of, one of you all run it, you know, you can run it however you want to run it. So, <laughs> so, you know, if you want to drop f bombs every single second, hey, that's your podcast. <laughs> but uh, you know, I just prefer to keep this one family friendly because I'm trying to, you know, I want kids to be able to realize that there are black people who look like them who like technology. So, but uh, <laughs> I get, it. I get it. I'm telling you. I, I consciously choose not to curse on here. Like I consciously, like I'm like I should. Nope, not gonna say that word. But because I, I'd be like, I just you. I put my mom, my mom filter on because I don't curse around my parents. And so I just make sure that I have the conversations that I would have with them. You know, I have real conversations with my mom. I just find a way to filter out all the curse words that I think in my head. So same, <laughs> same thing. Just make yeah. sure that I don't drop them on the cast. <laughs> well, we do have the the power of of audacity. So you know, if ever it happens, <laughs> you know, I'll make sure to put a nice little bleep in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, because I you know I don't I want I don't I don't want to have to click on the explicit content uh, drop down bar. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast <laughs> uh, using yeah. your favorite 
using like your favorite podcast app we are on basically every pod- podcast platform out there like google apple uh spotify stitcher like all of it just just search for us leave us a five-star review yeah oh leave us a five-star yeah. review we'll read it online yes yeah, no like no like seriously like leave a review and like and rate us because that actually helps because the more people that rate us the more that itunes will put us up you know up the charts and people will get more more visibility so like seriously like, it, it, it'll also give us feedback to you know to make changes in the podcast or improve on um, improve upon the podcast so like seriously give us your feedback leave a review on itunes or wherever and uh, make sure that you, that you make your voice known, not just in the election, but for our podcast. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, check all us. podcasts matter, y'all. <laughs> well, maybe not all of them, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as tech podcasts, I think ours matters a lot in the grand scheme of things <laughs> compared to all the other ones out there. I think ours has, has a little has a, a nice little niche in there that i think we can kind of exploit so um but yeah so the game is playing right now and i know my wife is like where is this dude at so i'm gonna go watch this redskins game and you all have a wonderful week right back at you dog yeah everybody be blessed hell wakanda hell wakanda (laughs)